What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Tuesday Tips brought to you by the Hunt Left Deep podcast. I am your co-host, Perry, joined this week by a couple of uh, special guests, um, Peter Sunderland and Ashley Reneker from the HLA team. And I think these guys are going to hit us with some some expert knowledge on some fitness tips. How's it going, guys? It's going so, good. <laughs> Knew that was going to happen. Uh I don't know about special guests, but I appreciate you, uh, you having us on here. Yeah, absolutely. How are you doing tonight, Ashley? Doing good, doing good. Love the word expertise. You can keep throwing that out there. Oh, yeah. Subject matter experts right here. Is this your first time on the podcast, Ashley? Uh, we've recorded one, but That's I don't cool. know when that'll drop. So this will probably be the first one that I'm out on. If Luke's editing it, it'll be the 12th of never. (laughs) Tuesday tip. Don't let leave that to him. (laughs) Derek coming in from the top roof. Awesome. Cool. Well, who's, uh, who's going to start us off tonight, guys? I guess I will. Um, so yeah, fitness tips, I guess my big tip that I usually preach all over my social media is consistency. So I thought that would be perfect to talk about on here. Um, basically doing things consistently and don't expect overnight changes. It's it's not going to happen. Um, I feel like so many people come to me or come to other fitness experts and they want quick fixes and they'll either turn to like unhealthy or unsustainable habits to drop the weight super quick um, because they have unrealistic goals or expectations to meet. And Basically, just trying to avoid the marketing that talks about how you can lose X amount of weight in X amount of days or 30-day fast abs. Like All of those things are red flags because that leads to the unhealthy or unsustainable habits. Um, And they're usually scams to begin with, too. So just, yeah, remember that when you're looking for a, a coach or quick fix or someone to give you advice. So, um. Just knowing that progress takes time, I guess, at the end of the day is the consistency key. Um, Learning how to build more consistent habits that are healthy um, in the kitchen and the gym. Those things go hand in hand. So stop giving yourself a month, basically, to prepare for a weight loss or fitness goal or a month to prepare to go hike in the mountains and kill a deer. Like Those things aren't going to work. You have to put yourself in a position where you have a balanced lifestyle with giving yourself more freedom because you're exercising regularly and eating healthy the majority of the time, basically put yourself in that position. So that way you're not scrambling 30 days out from your goal or vacation or whatever it may be. Um, and then my, I guess it would be my second tip because when it comes to nutrition, I always set all my clients up with protein goals as their main focus And going into the holiday season, I know we miss Thanksgiving, but I feel like this is kind of going to help people with Christmas. Um, I always tell people to start their meals out with protein first, then go to your vegetables and eat your carbs last. Um, This tip usually helps you eat less because focusing on the protein first, it basically helps you feel fuller faster or (laughs) I can't say this word. Satiety, station. <laughs> Please edit that out. 
Yes, satiety. It gives your body a feeling of satiety compared to the other macros. Are you trying to say satiated? No. I think you are. (laughs) Two different words there, Derek. The same root meaning. (laughs) Protein helps you feel fuller longer. So... It also helps with muscle recovery and it helps um, digestion. It, it takes the longest to digest, so it, it takes the most energy. So protein is always the first macro goal. And that's that's my fitness tips. That's funny. That's the exact same strategy I employ when I'm trying to get my small children to eat their dinner. I'm like, the first thing you're going to eat is your meat and your vegetables. And then when all of that's gone then you can have your macaroni and cheese or your mashed potatoes. Because <laughs> if you let them fill up on the mac and cheese first, then the broccoli is not happening and the chicken is not happening. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, that's a, it's funny you say that. It's a, it's a good approach for sure. Pete, what you got? All right. Well, I'm going to get, it's a little, little bit less philosophical here, but I've got two for you. Um, one is that when you're choosing exercises, <clears throat> use, structural exercises uh to get the most bang for your buck um over isolation exercises or etc unless you're a bodybuilder um anthony had a recently good thing on his instagram that's like functional means it serves the function that you're choosing however for everyone except uh people who specifically need to get large muscles in specific isolated areas functional means you using structural exercises. What that means is things that load your hips, spine, and or shoulders. Okay. So instead of a seated uh, overhead press or shoulder press, stand up with it and do a strict press standing because that allows the weight to not only be on your spine, but also to engage your hips as well. And it increases the activation of your stabilizer muscles that you actually use in real life outside the gym or that you still use inside the gym, but on other exercises. Um, so you're going to get the most bang for your buck. Basically, I guess a good rule of thumb would be to, if it's going over your head or you're doing any kind of pull or press to use a straight bar. Well, not necessarily straight bar, but a bar instead of a machine and stand up with it um, to put that load on your hips, your knees, your spine and your shoulders. Um, in, in any combination of those two, some other examples of that, other than, uh, the shoulder press example would be doing bench press, actual bench press instead of chest press or pec deck. Um, even doing, even standing up to do your curls instead of sitting down to do them, um, can yields that, uh, that stress on your, your, or your actual skeletal, like supporting muscles, your, um, man, I'm spacing on whatever your, uh, the muscles that go along your vertebrae that actually keep your spine healthy. Um, someone chime in with that if you got it, but anyway, uh, lumbaric, paraspinal muscles, paraspinal muscles. Thank you to our ranger medic there. (laughs) Um, listen, man, not a doctor said that on a few podcasts so far. Um, but it engages all those and it has, uh, it'll give you a lot more carryover than just working, um, you know, like a, a leg extension will 
works primarily your quads, but a lunge will work that and your hip flexors and your glutes and a few other things. Um, and then even then a, uh, you know, a, a carrying dumbbells to, to, to weight your lunges will also weight your shoulders, um, increases blood flow to your soft tissues that are outside of the muscles, um, that rely on that, that source of stimulation to actually grow themselves. So that's my first tip. You guys got anything you want to chime in on there? I just, I love that tip. I think that's super important. Um, focusing on, you know, like using the bar instead of the machine is huge. And I feel like so many people go to the machine because it's more comfortable or easier or looks easier. But yeah, getting under the bar is extremely beneficial um, in everyday life in so many different ways. So love that. What you got, Carter? I was going to recap what I thought you were saying real quick. Uh, Basically, what you said was lift with your back and quick jerking motions, right? That's That's the key. Yes, preferably in a twisting sort of uh, angle. Yes. Yeah, no, perfect. Gotcha. (laughs) Roger that. I'm all all over it. I am cringing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, no, that's not what we said, Carter. It is good to support uh, the weight with your back, but with a neutral spine and a properly braced position um, that allows you to flex said stabilizer muscles. (sighs) to think you're an educator that makes way more sense that makes way more sense i think just kind of bouncing off that um don't overdo it at first either like with these type of lifts it's extremely important to focus on technique and form before you load in more weight so um yeah um and uh, yeah i would like to say to ashley's point and then to further reinforce the point i was making there is it takes uh, six to eight weeks to actually build muscle mass um, or, or strength. It takes a full like 270 days, like nine months-ish to actually um, see progress in your soft tissues, like your tendons and ligaments. Um, so that's when if you're, if you're getting into something for the first time, whether it's running or lifting or whatever, and you have soft tissue, uh, like tendonitis, uh, which is something that's near and dear to me right now, um, you, you, it, you can make it better by working through it. It just takes a long time and you can't make work through it tomorrow or the next day. You have to work through it over the course of several, several months by doing the types of things we're talking about. Um, speaking of, uh, and this kind of takes us to our second tip because it's also, uh, talking about both power generation and, uh, how to take care of those, you know, precious tendons and ligaments, but this applies to uh, primarily, the, you know, the sort of the, the power lifts, the big compound lifts like squat and bench and deadlift, uh, overhead press maybe. But it's really you should use it on on everything you do. And it's a take – think about taking the slack out of your joints uh, on every single lift. So on squat, what that means – and this is in your setup. So on squat, what that means is you screwing your feet into the floor – to take the slack out of your hip joints. Um, and to do an experiment, you can just, just literally sit there as you're standing up and you should be able to wiggle your hips in and in and out, uh, without actually moving your feet. Um, that's all slack in your hip capsules and you got to take that up 
uh, in, in the setup for both the squat and the deadlift and really any, any lower body lift. Um, and then lastly, so combine that with thinking about bending the bar around your back or on bench press, uh, trying to bend the bar, uh, using like engaging your lats. Uh, it's, it's hard to describe this without demonstrating it, but, but turning your hands to the outside, like you're trying to grip your steering wheel on your bench press to take the slack out of the shoulder joints. And then on deadlift, it's really the combination of those two screwing your feet into the floor and the setup to take your, uh, the slack out of your hip capsules and then trying to bend the bar kind of around your legs and think about engaging your lats. Like you're trying to do a pull up. And once all that slack is out, that's when you're in a good position. You're going to take care of yourself like that. I always heard, think you're pushing through the floor with your feet with deadlift. It's more about forcing the weight through your feet. I don't know how to describe it, I guess, on a podcast without showing. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That's Hit us on on Instagram for that one. (laughs) But yeah. That's good stuff, Pete. Derek, you got something you want to chime in with? Uh, yeah. So um, I think going back to kind of what Ashley was talking about consistency, I think it definitely helps if you write down your shit um, when you're in the kitchen and you uh, maybe you're not seeing the results that you uh, you wanted. Start writing down your foods. And I'm I'm super lazy, so I won't really track macros or anything. But if you just like write down what your meals were and then you know, after a week or so you start looking at that and you're like, Oh fuck, I'm eating like an unwatched toddler. I should probably change this. And then that way you have that concrete thing where like, it's not you looking back on, on it days later, like, yeah, I probably ate healthy that day. Like you have concrete evidence of what you put in your body and you're like, okay, I can change this, change that, change that. And it'll, you'll end up getting better results, feeling a lot healthier, a little quicker. Yeah. That's something I know we've, talked before about not just as it relates to fitness goals but just in general with any any personal goals is that accountability of and and actually putting something down on paper forces you to like you say like you say actually hold yourself accountable you can say okay this is what um in in this specific instance this is what i had this day this is what um, my trends have been doing over the last week or the last couple of weeks uh, I think that's a, that's a really good, really good idea. Yeah. You're much more likely to follow through with something when you're writing, writing it down for whatever reason, psychologically it helps. Absolutely. I've got fucking a hundred different sticky notes all over my house and office right now for that very reason. Well, awesome guys. We'll appreciate um, you guys coming on Pete and Ashley. Um, let our listeners know where they can find you on the old social medias if they want to get some more, um, get some more information. I'm on Instagram at PW Sunderland. That's S U N D E R L A N D. See you there. I'm on Instagram as well. Hashtag fit like hashtag, but A S H T A G F I T. Awesome. Thanks so much guys. Catch y'all next time.